It's been a while, because there's been no shows on that I care about. It's Talk That Good Shit. Yay. I'm you are, DJ. You are, you are far too fucking animated. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I'm DJ, and with me today is Chris and, uh, what's his name? Fuckface. Dan, that's the Dude, one. Hold on, hold on. You were set for extreme rules. This isn't extreme rules. This is regular matches happening on a show. Hey, there's one extreme rules match. Yeah, and it's going to be the main event because it's the only one that follows the pay-per-view theme. Well, because I, know, I don't I... want to fucking edit another two and a half hour podcast because it made me want to commit death. Yeah, yeah. Let's throw straight into the first match on the card that I'm looking at. Liv Morgan and Carmella. I don't care. Uh, yep. It's, it's, it's a match. The yep. winner of this match will be the toilet I piss in. I mean, uh, although I will actually say that, so I'm half-assed in following, but, uh, from what I can gather, there was a, a thing with, they did a rivalry thing with these two back going into Money in the Bank before Carmella got removed because Bailey injured, uh, got injured. So then they brought in Liv and Mella went to the title match and then they came back to it, which is fine. And then they, like, had Morgan, quote-unquote, break Carmella's face, which is a fine angle, except we're doing that as well in NXT with Mandy Rose. And we did it legit with Sheamus's face, but I digress. And I don't, I don't know what's going on with this feud anymore. I'm, I'm going to be honest, it's a Liv Morgan feud. She's winning. I'll be surprised if she doesn't. I was also going to bring up as well, before we started this, before someone decided to jump into it. Uh, Creative the- freedom. DJ, you came fifth in the tips and predictions. Fifth, fifth. You came third in the tips and predictions. You actually beat myself and Dan. And then turn around the very next night on NXT, and I need a perfect predictions, bitches! I have the, I have, I have the belt again. Fuck you all. Uh, that but yes. belt doesn't matter. What really matters is the belt you actually also have. Exactly, oh. yeah. So I'm a double champion. Creative freedom, oh. motherfuckers. Why did uh, I but... get a belt made? <laughs> yeah, why did you get a belt made? Why fucking are you going to let me back. keep the fucking belt? <laughs> that isn't happening. Uh, so you, you assume I'm going to lose it. I will turn it into the hardcore title if I have to. Uh, we'll say, though, yes, 100% uh, job squad fucking rules. This means Carmella is losing because she is not a part of the job squad. Uh, yeah, it's a, as, as Dan said, it's a Liv Morgan feud. It's. I should be. Ex- I should be excited about this because I'm willing to see uh, how this plays out. How Liv Morgan's improved over the last couple of months, especially since her build up to Money in the Bank. Everything was well and good, and it just feels like they haven't done anything with this. So I don't know. I should. I should be excited, but I'm not. I'm saying I'll. I'll probably be in a picking. Liv Morgan wins. End of discussion. Uh, I would be very surprised. So this is the. Uh, this is the kickoff show, right? The show has a kickoff show. It does it. <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing six six matches, so I would say not. But who knows? No, it, it'll be it'll be a match. That's about all I got. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so we're we're all in agreement. Liv Morgan wins. It'll be a match to see. You will watch a match. Yes. All right. Next, we'll go to the Usos versus the Street Profits because they're right there too. Again, this is similar to last. Uh, the last one. Uh. Okay. So the Street Profits. Like, I think they saved fucking Cena from a beatdown with the Usos and Roman or something. Happened a while ago. Or it may have been Balor. I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember. Uh, but at the end of it, they mean, okay, cool, the Usos will face the Profits, and the Profits beat them in the match. So it's the next week, okay, they're gonna have a tag title match, and they're about to win the tag titles, and Roman came in and beat the fuck out of Street Profits. So 
hey, it's going to be a fucking tag match at Extreme Rules. There you go. There's your title match. In a normal tag match. A good old tag match where Roman will get involved again. Where Roman will Superman punch the ring and send it into orbit. Not inaccurate. Um, big dog. Although, this week on SmackDown, Montez Ford took on Roman one-on-one. It was a pretty good match. Uh, and then Roman beat the fuck out of Ford at the end. And they put him through a table. And I was like, so we're going to make this tables match. But that was four hours ago and nothing's come from it. No, it'll happen on the night. Yeah, they'll announce it. Like they'll announce it tomorrow. And like, they're going to bring back the return of Taboo Tuesday Don't on a you Sunday. Start with me. Hey, I, Cyber Sunday would be a fantastic idea. Just you got to get back. You just got to get the Thunderdome back for people to vote with their TV screen. I'd fucking wait for the amount of N words that people submit as their votes. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Again, no, that's the, the that's the state match. of the internet at this point. Well, I was like, it's it's a tag match. Like, what are you looking for? I mean, do we think it'll end clean? I don't think so. So, a lot of people thought that they were going to build to New Day versus Roman and the Usos at Survivor Series, and then they pulled that match off at uh, this past week's Raw, which is fine, and I'm cool for that. That's There's no problems there. But it's kind of like, okay, so what's Survivor Series? Are we still doing champ-on-champ matches? Because at the moment, that's still going to look like Big E and Roman. And if we are doing that, it's... Who, New Day versus Randy, uh, sorry, not New Day, uh, Randy and Riddle against uh, Uso. So it's like, is nothing going to change? And then we got the draft coming up next week, by the way. Spoilers for that. So I, I don't know where they're going with this, but I, I won't see Roman and the Usos being split. So as a result, I don't see them losing the titles. Especially but, not leading into the following pay-per-view being Crown Jewel. Which is obviously already booked Lesnar versus Roman. Exactly. No offense, I don't think the crown prince wants to see, yeah, Finn and Brock. We'll get to that, Matt. Oh, we actually, can get that to... up next, so we may as well talk about it now. <laughs> well, Chris, do you, who do you think's winning in this tag team match for epic proportions? Epic proportions, of course. I'm oh, sorry, epic portions of food is what they're wrestling for. Yep, uh, that's about yes. my reaction. That's it. The he silence more than any <laughs> draft, Nick. Uh, so I can't blame him going to get food during this match. Um, yeah, I just, I'd like to believe that the Profits are going to win, right? I'd like to believe it, but it's, it's not going to happen. I can see the Profits getting moved back to Raw. They may win the Raw tag titles, and then we do a rematch at Survivor Series. Oh, 100%. I think, the, I think as long as Roman is staying dominant in his current run, the Usos being the tag team champions just really works. Yeah, I, I do have thoughts about the whole Finn Balor situation, which we'll get to look about that, but... I agree with you. So long as Roman's the big dog and the top dog, he's not going to be losing down the card. And the way I view it is if one's losing the title, the other isn't. So until the Usos lose, I don't see Roman that much of a threat. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I mean, they they will do the thing of, oh, look, the, the Usos are always there to help Roman, but when the Usos really needed it, that'll be when they drop the title. And I don't see it happening this time. It'll be the same thing as the Hurt Business when Cedric and Shelton lost the tag titles and Lashley kept the WWE title. It's the Oost Business. Yeah, exactly. So Nothing yeah, stronger I, than family. Fucking Vin Diesel's going to come out and be like, oh, family, and then oh, they're going to Oh, would that be a fucking mania match? Roman Reigns versus Vin Diesel. But Vin Diesel has to gr- dress up as a giant tree. Uh, no, <laughs> we, wouldn't be, we wouldn't be allowed to get that. Because it'd be the complete blow-off to the Fast and Furious film series. So it'd be Vin Diesel versus The Rock. Yeah, that's versus what I was John getting Cena. to. 
No, 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 no. So that's what I'm getting to. That's, it's, that's it's, why Roman will be at ringside, and it'll be Roman and Cena again because something about Fast and Furious or something. Family. We're just, we're just booking WrestleMania 39 at this point. I mean... That's I mean, some I mean, good it's, shit. It's this year's WrestleMania is Vin Diesel versus Roman Reigns, which Roman will retain. At SummerSlam, it's uh, Roman Reigns on The Rock, which The Rock will win. And then at next year's Mania, it's Roman with... Uh, it's No, sorry. It's The Rock with Roman Reigns versus Vin Diesel with John Cena. There's your WrestleMania main event. And, Fucking and book that, Vince. Family versus family. The Fast and the Family, yo. The, the family, family and the Furious. Book it, Vince. Get it done. So, no, Uso's no, 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 going no, no. over. The, the Fast and the Fury Oose. Fucking book, book that, Vince. <laughs> I can hear the face palming from DJ. <laughs> no, that was a round of applause. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> oh, I, only, I, only, I, I, I only heard one. I heard a... Uh, <laughs> that's all I heard. I only heard one. I, that, was, that was a fucking face palm right there. Ah. <laughs> uh. It was so, it, you were you were clapping by face palming. That's exactly it. Roman and Finn Balor. Oh, we're going to talk about this now because this is very clearly the main event. Uh, uh, you got very loud. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had to make you my uh, my myself seem more important. You know what? Yeah, let's push it all the way to the main event because, quite frankly, we already touched on it. So we'll let that cool down. We'll move to a uh, Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss. See. This match is interesting in how it plays out. I don't care who wins, but I'd want to see how they handle it. Winner, loser, loser loses their last name. <laughs> loser loses their doll that Charlotte doesn't want, which means Alexa's I mean, winning, so Charlotte Charlotte's, doesn't get the doll. Charlotte's going to lose her last name if... Uh, if I uh... mean, I don't think that's a <laughs> problem with the latest Dark Side of the Ring episode. Yeah, that's exactly it. She might want to drop that, I think. No, uh... <laughs> Charlotte, El Ellie Diolo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so Charlotte beat Nikki. She said no one's better than her after SummerSlam. Blah blah blah. Alexa Bliss confronted her. Charlotte asked what she wanted, and Alexa was like, "I just want to say hi." And that was it. So Charlotte, I want your blood. Yeah, I know, right? Charlotte fought Nia Jax and Nia Pinder. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Nia Jax won. So the next week it was a title match. Charlotte beat Nia, and then after the match, uh. Shayna Baszler did something or other, I don't remember. So they set up Sha Charlotte and Shayna. And Charlotte beat Shayna as well because of Nia. So they went off and did their little feud and wrapped that up. Uh, but during the time, Alexa keeps, for lack of a better term, stalking Charlotte. And then she gives her like a little Charlotte doll that's dressed up like Lily, but has her little robe. And it was really funny and hilarious. But Charlotte basically said that she doesn't want the doll. She Alexa Bliss is, you know, completely lost. She's insane. She thinks she's a child, blah, blah, blah. So Charlotte basically doesn't isn't taking Alexa seriously, I guess, for lack of a better term. I can't wait till Alexa Bliss tries to drop scaffolding and a lighting rig on her. This will be fine. If I'm going to be forced to pick one, I'm probably oh, thinking about Survivor Series. I'm gonna go with Alexa purely because of what I think will happen with the SmackDown match. So what I think will happen at Survivor Series. Hmm. Well, I will talk about that when we get to the SmackDown match. If you're gonna, I don't care who wins, it can go either way, but if you're gonna force me to pick one, I'm gonna go Alexa. But it's really close. Yeah, I think I'm about the same. It's, oh. But Charlotte doesn't need the title at this point. She's just happy to yeah. be transitional champion and move it to the next person. Oh, hands down, I, I, completely. That I, I think I'm gonna pick Alexa as well. 
Yeah, that's this is a weird one. You know they're not going to show up on the next pay-per-view, so... Yeah, I'm still weirded out that... Like, I have no problem with the Crown Jewel shows, but I'm confused because, like, there's no... Uh, like, no other October shows. It's just the Crown Jewel show. It goes straight from Hell in a Cell to Survivor Series, technically. Hmm. Is that Hell in a Cell? It's Extreme Rules. They're all yeah, the same. They're all the same. They're all the same thing, just a different title. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know... Part of me is like, are they are they really going to get to Survivor Series and be like, oh, you know, Becky and Charlotte can now go up against each other if they want. Yeah, okay, so oh. if we're going to go to that route, that's basically what I'm thinking. I don't think Becky's losing, and I'll explain my reasoning for that when we get there. Later, yeah. I'm, I'm but- thinking it'll be Charlotte because I just don't think they know what to do with Alexa right now. That's half why I think they'll go with Alexa, because then they'll pair up Alexa with Becky. So it'll be Alexa's fiendesque character with the man, Becky, who doesn't give a fuck about anything. And then after they dealt with that, Alexa will lose it and they'll move on to the next person. It may even go back to Charlotte. Mm. Actually, actually, hang on. I'm actually going to say this. I understand what you're going to say later on, Dan. I'm going to say this match is also a singles match. Yeah, I know. We're following the rules to the extreme. Yeah, no, there's going to be no yeah. dodgy shit in this match. Oh, yeah. I think... All right, I'm going to go out on a limb. I think this is going to be a no contest. I don't see that, honestly. I mean, it's either even, Alexa wins clean or this is a no contest. I don't see Charlotte winning clean. I mean, Charlotte is known to use a kendo stick from time yeah, to and time. A, and Alexa Bliss is now known for no... Yeah, and throwing fire at people. Because my only thing is, I think about it about... Where do we go next? What happens next after this? And it's like, we moved Nikki Cross, or Nikki A-S-H, and Rhea Ripley into the tag division. So, okay, that's cool. Eva Marie and Piper Niven are doing their thing, so they're not going to be getting involved in the title picture. Shayna Baszler just destroyed Nia Jax. Nia's written off TV for a while, and my guess is Shayna's heading to SmackDown. So, she's out. Who have we got left? Mm. Actually, yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> Why I think they may give it to Alexa. Either it could again, this still goes into either way. Because this is where I think Liv Morgan will get transferred over in exchange for Shayna, and they'll do Liv versus either Alexa or Charlotte. It works either way. That's also me just throwing shit at the wall. I have no idea where they could go after this. This feud feels like the last thing they can do for this title at the moment. Yeah, it's uh there's a lot in that division that leaves a lot to be desired, I think. A lot of dead ends that they need to work out. But we'll see. Maybe they'll fool us all and they'll add a third person to the title match. And uh, I I think they're a bit late to do that. Make it an Extreme <laughs> Rules triple threat. Okay, calm down there, buddy. A DUI on a pole match. Actually, speaking A of triple threats, B Extreme Rules, and C DUIs, maybe you should go to the next match. Aha, next match. Damian Priest, Jeff Hardy, and Sheamus. A triple threat match. I like how you had to double take there for Jeff Hardy for a second. Well, it, I thought he was lost in the 24-7 shuffle and then he's here. And, and so Priesty won the title at SummerSlam. That's all fine. Yes. Drew McIntyre challenged him for it. Sheamus was a bit bitchy. He also wanted it. So he made a triple threat and Priest pinned McIntyre. So Sheamus was like, oh, I still deserve another shot. So Sheamus and McIntyre, winner faces Damian Priest at... Extreme Rules, which Seamus won. Then, I missed Raw this week, but from what I could gather, Seamus was, like, being a bit of a dick and basically said that he could beat anyone. And Jeff Hardy came out in front of him and basically said that, like, you know, if I beat you, 
am I going to get added to the match? And Sheamus being overconfident, I was like, sure, I'll, I'll add that in. And then Jeff beat him. So now it's a triple threat. That's what I can gather from what's happening. This is just the Jeff and Sheamus feud with Damian Priest. It's Jeff Hardy's annual one, uh, annual title match. Jeff and Sheamus featuring Damian Priest, who will, in my opinion, most likely retain. Because this just feels I'll like a throwaway. If, I'll be shocked if Priest doesn't retain. I think he'll retain. Shinsuke Nakamura retained early today, and I think they may swap shows. So Shinsuke will go to Raw that. and Priest will go to SmackDown. I can see that. Nothing just, from, no, I don't say nothing from Chris. He's got he's nothing, no thoughts on this. Mouthful of chicken. Um, this is fine. When was the last time the titles changed brands? Did we do what that last that? year? Was, was I New feel Day? Like nearly every time there's a draft, it happens for at least two of the titles. Yeah, I was going to say, was, the last one I can remember was New Day's Street Profits, and they did it in the dumbest way possible, but I believe that was last year? I what, think... about, what about just the US and IC? When was the last time that happened? Oh, fuck. That's a while ago now, man. Um, I know Jinder Mahal. Oh, actually, yeah, no, it'd be 2018. Be, would it? Wait, hold on. What did Jeff do that year? Because I know Jinder won it at Mania, and then he went to Raw. Eight days later, he lost it to Jeff Hardy, and Jeff took the US title back to SmackDown. So it'd have to be before that. Um... My only other one I can think of is Sheamus also got drafted from Raw to SmackDown, and then Kofi fought him and took the title and brought it back to Raw. Just trying to think of, because it's like, you know what? I can actually look this up. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, like, last year you had the SmackDown Tag Team Championships go to Raw during the draft. Yeah, they did their stupid, stupid thing where it was And then like, on night two, they then had the Street Profits take the Raw Tag Team titles to SmackDown. And they did their stupid thing where, like, the Profits went to SmackDown, New Year went to Raw, and they just, like, traded the titles over. I was like, that's dumb. Yeah, that's one of those weird ones. Twenty nineteen, like... the IC title Finn Balor went to SmackDown. Oh shit, that did happen, didn't it? Oh, uh, okay. So SmackDown was. I'm looking at the 2019 draft here. Yeah, that, that's a little shake up. This one was a little screwy because they did technically two drafts in the year because they rebranded SmackDown because it went to uh, Fox. Yeah, that's it. Here I mean, technically, if you really want to look at it as well, in is it 2019 that I'm looking at here? I don't even know. 2019, uh, October 14th, Raw, Brock, uh, here the Samoa WWE Joe champion. Gets from SmackDown to Raw, drafting the United States title with him, April 22nd, 2019. There we go. So, yeah, it was, yeah. In, it was in 2019. And then the next day on SmackDown, Finn Balor gets drafted from Raw to SmackDown, taking the Intercontinental title with him. Yeah. So there... So there we go. So it was. So so it, so it has. It has been two years, and it's not really every year, but it's about once every. Two yeah. And then years you had Jinder so. went from the year before. Jinder went from SmackDown to Raw with the title, but Jeff Hardy won the title, taking it back to Raw. So they didn't end up swapping. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. It happens more often than we'd think. Yeah. Uh, 2017. That was the only one that year. 2017, Dean Ambrose gets drafted from SmackDown to Raw to take the Intercontinental title with him, while Kevin Owens gets drafted from Raw to SmackDown to take the US title with him. Yeah, so it, it, does, it does happen a fair bit, but it obviously didn't happen last year. 2016 I think it will doesn't really count, and the last one was 2011, which... This is when they had the interbranded tag titles, but the only one was... Yeah, Sheamus went from SmackDown to Raw, Kofi went to Raw and took the title from Sheamus just before Sheamus left. And Big Show went from uh, Raw to SmackDown, splitting up Big Show and Kane. 
because they had the interbrand tag titles, they could still appear on the shows. All right. So yeah, mm. it's just still like a oh god. Yeah. Also, but... I, also I apologize. I'm eating. No, that's I, all good. I won't be shocked. As I, say, I won't be shocked to see Nakamura and his whole group get shipped to Raw because it was like it was. It's great to see Nakamura and everything, but he's not doing anything. So it'd be fine to ship him off to Raw and do his thing there. And Damian Priest, who is doing things and is very popular, bring him to SmackDown because SmackDown's very clearly the A show. Plus, it then gets Damian Priest in the US Championship away from the Sheamus. Yeah, it gets him from Sheamus, Jeff, McIntyre. Like all the guys he's already been facing. Morrison, he separates from them. That's exactly it. So So, I think Priest is going to win. I I won't be surprised to see Priest. I think it'd be way too early for him to drop the championship after just winning it, really. I will I will say I see him losing it before the Rumble, because I think he's a favorite to win the Rumble right now. But yeah, I think he'll win here and he'll probably lose it down the line. Yeah, 100%. All right. Becky Lynch and Bianca Bella. The match that kept being said, it's not going to happen, says Becky. And then it does happen because it'd be dumb if it didn't. Yeah, you basically got it there, so... Becky returned. She won the title in 26 seconds. Uh, Everyone cried that Bianca got buried. Uh, SmackDown came around. Becky Lynch was talking about how great she was. Bianca came out, tried to use her title rematch. Becky said no. So they did not want to say no to that. Yeah, literally just no. God, all those, uh, what, mid-2000s title rematch clause. God, you could just say no. I know, right? Uh, so they did a number one contenders match, which Bianca won anyway. So she was like, well, regardless, title match or number one contenders, I have two title shots now. So fight me. Let's go. And Be- Becky kept going, no, 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 maybe later. Next week, no, nah, maybe later. Next week, no, nah, I don't feel like it right now. Uh, that went until, I think, two weeks ago. And then they did a contract signing, and they basically said that if Becky didn't sign the contract, that she would be stripped of the title. Like, she has to have this match. So Becky made it for Extreme Rules, and then... She upstaged Bianca two more times, and then this week Bianca finally one-upped Becky back, so... But it's still slated as a regular singles match. Yeah. Did you not listen? We scheduled the match for Extreme Rules. Doesn't mean it's an Extreme oh, Rules match. You think Becky no Lynch sense. is going to be doing actual no-DQ things? Oh, good lord. And probably make it easier for her coming back. <laughs> put a, put a chair in her hand. All she has to do is fucking swing the thing. Shut up with your logic. Like she, she, uh, she so uses, this... what is it called now? The man slam or whatever she calls it. I thought it was the, no, that might be the pump handle slam. Cause I thought it was the back handle slam. I know she uses uh, the fucking, it's just the urinagi, but urinagi. She threw the word in there, the man in there, you know, she has the back exploder. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. So this is the match where I think these, stupid rules are going to come into play. I think Bianca Belair is winning by disqualification. Oh, I'm I'm going to, like, cry if that happens, because... And then Bianca's getting shipped to Raw, which is why we won't get the official match. I think they're going to do this whole thing where Becky's played everyone, she's going to get herself DQ'd, everyone's going to hate it, and then the draft will happen, Bianca will get shipped, and Becky will be like, oh, look, well, I don't have to defend the title now. Oh, what a shame. Ooh-hoo. Uh, after that, I don't think it matters who Becky faces, but I'm actually starting to pencil in Bianca may be a two-time Royal Rumble winner. Because it's been a long time since we had a back-to-back winner. We keep hyping it up every year now. It's like, Bianca would be the first and only woman to have ever done it, so, like, that's a big thing. And then she has her right to the Becky Lynch match at WrestleMania. 
I mean, yeah, that would that would make sense. I just don't know if so early on into the history of the women's rumble they're gonna. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it because I'm looking at the women's roster on it, right? And I'm like, at this current stage right now, who could win it? Because my my first person I will always go to is Shayna Baszler. She's always I mean, a yeah. person. It takes like I two weeks like, to get it built up. I feel like it's about time they pull the trigger on Shayna, to be honest. It's why I think Shayna's going to go to Raw. I oh, sorry, go to SmackDown because I think they want to give her the title. But if they do that, Bianca will face Becky. So that's going to make things hard for Shayna. Mm. So that's where I'm just like, I feel like they want to push her to the main event. That's why they separated Shayna and Nia. Because that's the thing. It's I, at least to me, it's if Shayna is winning a championship, if she's walking away with the title. She is definitively beating the champion. Because it's an easy t- story. Because be, uh, Shayna kept saying that uh, you know she was going to beat Becky Lynch. It would be her, be her, be her. And then she lost, and she kept saying that it was a cheap roll-up. She wants another title match. And then Becky Lynch left to, uh, because she got pregnant. And Shayna started saying that, you know, oh, Becky Lynch is avoiding her now. So it's an easy story you can tell. Shayna Baszler's now going to Becky and like, oh, wow, you go have a child. You come back and steal someone's title. Wow, what a bitch you are. You left like a bitch, and you came back like a bitch. Yeah, so Shayna's been consistent in her character hatred towards Becky. So I think it would work quite well to go to Becky versus Shayna, but I don't know where that would leave Bianca because I, I don't see this match ending fairly. I think they're intentionally left this with DQs in to avoid having a conclusive ending. No, I, I think you could be right. It, it's either they're going to... This is the match that they're either going to add a stipulation to somehow on the night. It's going to be like, a you're not going to escape this, Becky. You're not going to get yourself disqualified. We're making this an extreme rules match. or Becky's going to get disqualified or some dodgy shit and she's going to get to walk away as the champion still. Yeah, because then that way Becky can go on to Survivor Series. She can do the Raw and SmackDown match. Uh, This was also my other thought was that Bianca may go to... uh, Bianca will go to Raw. She may win the Raw title from Charlotte or Alexa or whoever. And then we do the Becky-Bianca match at Survivor Series instead. I just don't see them giving... Like, having Becky lose so quickly since she came back. Oh, no, right? She left and she was on top, essentially. It wouldn't make sense for they, her to come back in. They had an interesting line this week on SmackDown where Becky basically said that ever since WrestleMania 35, every single day she came to work, she was the champion. Which is true, because since May 35, when she beat Ronda Rousey, she had the title reign all the way to when she left, and the very first day she came back, she won the title again. And she's had it every day since. So it's like, exactly- they're really pushing the fact that Becky doesn't lose. She's always the champ, so... But I think what they've done well with her is it's not that Becky doesn't lose because she does, just not the championship. Yeah, exactly. And now her it's coming like, in as really a kind of she's a heel, but people still aren't buying it, I don't think. it's like, Well, this as well, the thing with uh, Bianca is like, I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, you know, they're not buying Becky as a heel, which is true because they're cheering her. But it's also like Bianca comes out and she gets the loud cheers. So it's like, it's still working because That's they want to get Bianca over. But I think this is the way... Like, the DQ ending, I think, is an easy way to get people to not like Becky. Because Especially like, if it's an intentional DQ. Yeah, she cheaped out on the match. She tried. She got herself out of the match so she didn't have to defend it. And then Bianca got shipped to Raw. And now she gets to gloat, oh, I'm not fighting Bianca anymore. Well, that fucking sucks to be her. Exactly. It's just so, the interesting comparison between the Raw title and the SmackDown title, where the Raw title's like, I have no idea where they can go there. But the SmackDown title, there's like, well, there's like three or four things we could do here. That's exactly it. I think I do agree with the uh, opinion that if it stays no DQ, oh, sorry, it stays 
singles match, um, extremely solid rules match, <laughs> then Bianca's winning, but by DQ, and Becky yeah. gets to keep her title. Yeah. Okay. Just... If they change to some sort of no DQ thing, then yes, Becky will straight up beat Bianca. Yeah. Uh, I, I have news apparently either it's a pump handle urinage or a standing urinage either way it's the manhandle slam or the man slam man slam man slam see i see see um what was someone what was someone's take on it sorry i just i remember someone saying it was the uh oh far out hang on i gotta hold that hold just hold that thought uh okay one (laughs) holding the man slam holding holding the man slam Oh. I remember seeing something on it, and someone someone had a really good name for it. The Lass Ride. That is disgusting, and I hate it. I would like only let... It's specifically for the pump handle uh, urinage, and I'm like, that's not actually that bad. Yeah, that's I would what I was only say. allow that slide if it was a powerbomb, though. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Wow, I absolutely hate it. Why is she not using this? Yeah, That's it. Oh, wow. Because so, she's yeah, not got... the last kicker anymore. She's the man. It's true. She identifies as the man. So, so far we've got Liv Morgan beating Carmella, Usos being the Prophets, Charlotte and Alexa's a 50-50, I think. I think we lean towards Alexa, but it could go either way. Uh, Priest retaining and Bianca winning by DQ, allowing Becky to keep her title. Yes. Now, just before we get to the last match, I feel I need to ask this specifically. So yeah. we've addressed Rollins and Edge. Because yeah. everyone thought Seth and Edge may be happening here. But we already addressed that, and Edge said that he'll be on SmackDown next week. Cool. That skips over Extreme Rules. What do we think about Lashley and Big E? Is that happening? I, mm, I want to say yes. Yeah, I think it is happening. Because we haven't had a single announcement about it at all. There was I'll a be thing honest. about it on Raw, but Roman got involved and it was all messy. And then there was no announcements that came out of it. The announcements for this show feel like wwe cares about as much as extreme rules as what i did leading up to it yeah uh, plus so i guess we got a big some... grand finale or big return at SummerSlam, and then it's like okay now we're just going to kind of prod through the next few months until we get to the rumble and then we'll pick it back up again we have to coast till we get to crown jewel where we'll have brock and roman i mean accurate and then we'll see where we go from there so if we're gonna say that I'm just going to say straight up, Big E's retaining. Yeah. I don't see them, after all the things they did for Big E the past two weeks, and he cashed in, and there was like, it made world news, and oh my god, all this stuff. Like, they'd be stupid to have Big E lose that quickly. I think Big E needs to get to another big show before they even think about him dropping that. I think, I, I think, yeah. Oh, no, hands down, it, the, he, he's going to hold that title for I, several months. Yeah. I will also mention that this is a thing Chris and I talked about two or three days ago, but it was about how Crown Jewel fits into all this because they keep talking about Goldberg wanting to fight Lashley. So we thought originally that it would be it would be Big E and Lashley and Goldberg costs Lashley the match. So we get Lashley Goldberg non-title at Crown Jewel. That's all fine, but they still haven't announced the match yet. So now it's like, so do we do Lashley Goldberg and Big E at Crown Jewel? Because Goldberg's still in this story. They keep talking about him. Yeah, that's a difficult one. I mean, it makes sense that they're not going to do anything with Lashley just yet. Because, what, they're trying to tell the story that, what, his old man leg got hurt? (laughs) What is it? Is that where we're going with that? Well, I mean, his son got choked out. 
And then on closer inspection, he was also choking his own son at one point. Hey, that, hey, 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 that's kayfabe. Fucking, it's because his son be was courting. To be fair, I would also choke out Goldberg's kid. Goldberg's kid found a time machine. He deserved to get choked out. Um, I mean, the other thing I'd bring up about it as well was, um, uh, if anyone remembers, two weeks ago was kind of an important day because Lashley and MVP became the number one contenders to the tag titles, which is why we had the whole Lashley-Randy thing to begin with. So, like, Lashley and MVP are also the contenders to the tag titles as well. So uh-huh. we've got Big E, Lashley, Randy, Matt Riddle, and uh, Goldberg all mixed in this big fucking whatever this is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go on. I'm just I'm just trying to sit here being like, so are we doing Big E and Lashley? Are we doing Lashley and MVP against Randy and uh, Matt Riddle? What's, how does Goldberg fit in this? What's going on with Karan Jewel? Like, I have no problems with Big E cashing in. I was very fucking happy that that happened. I'm still happy he was the champ right now. But it kind of fucked everything on Raw. Championship scramble match. And on top of all of this, with Big E cashing in, Drew McIntyre is now eligible to go for the title again. He is. That's right, he is too, isn't he? Unfortunately, he's too busy chasing after the uh, US Championship at this point in time. Is he? he I don't even think oh, he was I mean, on Raw this week. I don't know what you... I think Drew's just taking time off. Uh, I will say, I believe Drew will go to SmackDown, though. I will just throw that out there. Oh, uh, sorry. Actually, no. Drew went on the European tour. There you go. But still, it's just like, so what the fuck is going on with this whole thing? Because Extreme Rules is, what's today? Two days out from Extreme Rules? What the fuck's going on? Yeah, I don't know. Fucking, I think there's a lot of people in the writing room that don't fully really know. This is fair. I I will throw out there, though. So, if... It's the tag match. Okay, no matter what match it is, Lashley's not winning. I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. If it's the tag match, Randy and Riddle retain. If it's the WWE title, Big E retains. And specifically if it's the WWE title, I believe Goldberg will get involved. But I don't think they'll do that because otherwise they would be like, oh my God, Goldberg's going to be at the show. I just felt I needed to throw that out there because it was so weird that, you know, Lashley's not on the show after how long we've spent building him up. And he just lost the title and now he's not on the show at all. Yeah, that's always one of those weird moments where it's like someone loses the championship and then they disappear into a, like, just, they just disappear. It's like, well, yeah. I, I felt I needed to throw that out there. No, you're definitely right there. But now we can get to our main event. Roman Reigns and Finn Balor dressed as the demon in an Extreme okay. Rules match. So let's just quickly try to recap again whatever this is. So, Bal- uh, Roman was going to fight Cena. Roman told Cena to go get fucked. Balor came out. He challenged Roman. Can fucking whatever happen where shit went everywhere, which ended with Cena getting the title match. Yeah, After Sino. Roman beat Cena, Finn Balor came out and challenged Roman, being like, hey, what the fuck was my title match that you promised me? So, Roman's like, all right, let's fucking do our title match next week. They had the match. Balor was moments away from winning, but Roman hit him in the dick and pinned him because he's a dick. After that, Roman kept saying about how great he is. Brock Lesnar came out to confront him. We set up the match for Crown Jewel. And then after that, uh, they announced, oh, by the way, Roman, because of what happened with the dick shot, you're going to be facing Balor again. So I was like, okay, well, Finn Balor's not going to win because Brock Lesnar is fighting Roman. It's not going to happen. And then they announced instead it's going to be the Demon. And then the Demon confronted Roman and Roman's like, fuck that and left. And then they announced it's now Extreme Rules. And that's where we're at. This match has me torn because I feel like Roman's winning. I 
don't see the stipulation. I don't see making it be, oh, it's the demons going up against. I don't see that changing anything. But I also would say that I could see Roman not needing the championship going into Crown Jewel with Brock. So here's the thing that I'm going to bring up. They keep talking about Brock Lesnar. Is he going to be here? Is he not going to be here? What the fuck's going on with Brock? They keep talking about that. But the other part which I think about is what you brought up. They've specifically announced Roman and Lesnar as non-title. That's the interesting part to me. I get that they want to hype up Extreme Rules or it could happen, but you've never done it before. You've always been at least announced, hey, it is a title, but if he doesn't have the title, it's non-title. But this time you specifically mentioned it's not a title match. It just boggles my mind. It, I feel like they're setting something up. And my opinion is I actually believe Finn Balor is going to take the title. As we said before, I won't be shocked if Roman wins. I want to say it's the right decision, but because it's the Demon, who's the one person no one beat, not even the Fiend, because the Fiend never beat the Demon, the Fiend beat Finn Balor. But the problem is, is you still set yourself up in the corner that we had last time of... Well, if Balor loses and the Demon wins, that means Finn Balor's a fucking loser and the Demon's a fucking winner. That's the problem. It was the yeah, same it, trap we had last time. It starts becoming this mentality of, well, then why wouldn't Finn just always wrestle as the Demon? Exactly. Like, because clearly he's a fucking loser. So that's why I'm just, I'm uh, like you, I'm completely torn on who to pick, but I'm going to pick Balor. Because then Roman and Brock will be non-title. They can do whatever they want. And then Roman will take the title back from Balor mm. after Survivor Series. And, the, and Roman can use the whole, you beat me in an extreme rules match. The end can involve, I don't know, a ladder and a table or whatever the fuck it needs to involve. You couldn't beat me in a one-on-one -on -one wrestling match. Exactly. And then Roman will beat Balor later down the line to take the title back. But my only problem is, this is where it falls into the pit of if Roman wins, people are upset because the demon lost. But if Finn wins, people are going to be upset because Roman's not the champ anymore. That's exactly it. I feel and like they backed themselves into a corner with this one. That, yeah, uh, I was just about to say that exact sentence. I honestly, it, not only have they, have, they, have they backed themselves into a corner, it's like a, it's both men need to win and both men need to lose. And because they've now announced it as Extreme Rules, it has to have a finish. I can see. Um, obviously, obviously, this will be fucking. There's no question. It it, it will end in shenanigans. Because I'm going to throw out there, if I was doing this, and this is what I was presented with, you need to fix this. My personal opinion is Finn Balor wins. Roman goes fights Brock. Doesn't fucking matter what happens there. It's Balor versus Big E at Survivor Series. They do Survivor Series Raw SmackDown. Team Lashley, Team Roman. Roman's team wins. Roman faces Balor again shenanigans in december who fucking cares Balor wins again it's a ladder match it's tlc it's not gonna fucking matter it's not a real loss it's tlc uh then we get to the rumble and roman loses the rumble to whoever he murders that dude in february and then he can face the rock in a non-title match at wrestlemania meanwhile Balor can go through and he can face the rumble winner he can face fucking john cena who he's apparently teasing a feud with at the moment he can face bloody Baron Corbin for costing him the title match. Like, it doesn't matter what Balor does, but I think this is your best way to get the title off Roman from here until The Rock turns up. Because if you don't get it off Balor here, uh, sorry, if you don't get it off Roman here against Balor, or at Crown Jewel against Brock, don't take it off him until WrestleMania. There is no point. That's it, and I 
to me, it also feels like if Roman goes into the title again, into the match with Brock, and for whatever reason they turn around and go, it's a title match now. Haha, full duel. I don't think Brock get the title. Exactly. Because I've seen a lot of people worried that, oh, Brock's going to win the title again. He's going to go back and, you know, take time off. It'll be like 2017 all over again where Brock's not there all the time. It's like, we did that. And I, I don't get me wrong, that reign was really good. I don't care what people say. It was a great reign. But we did that. We don't need to do it again. That's exactly it. Brock's there for one reason, and it's Roman. Yeah. Roman and a fuck ton of money. He doesn't need to stick around appearing every now and then. That's not what they need from him. It's also this problem of, and I brought this up when Cena happened, and I brought it up when Edge happened, and I brought it all the way back up back at WrestleMania. It's always got to be someone bigger. We had Edge and Brian. That, uh, so we had Brian. That didn't work. So we went to Edge and Brian. That didn't work. Cesaro happened. No one cared. Well, he beat Daniel Bryan and Edge. You're not losing to Cesaro. Then we went on and had Rey Mysterio. Again, you beat Bryan and Edge. You're not losing to Mysterio. Then when Edge came back, and he beat Edge. Then Cena came back, and he beat Cena. Then we have the Demon. He beats the Demon. He has Brock Lesnar. He beats Brock Lesnar. Like, at what point is the power level too strong? He can't hold it forever. Yeah. Uh, this this almost turns into... What's the fucking argument? It almost turns into the Fiend argument, which is just everyone wanted the Fiend to um, instantly have the title. Oh my god, he's the greatest thing ever. you got to give him the title. you got to give him the title. you got to give him the title. got to give him the title. And then they did the good... Everyone says bullshit. The good Hell in a Cell finish. Um, and then turn around and do the... Uh, was the crown jewel finish where the fiend wins the universal title brilliant good fucking good fucking finish he gives a shit but then it becomes exactly becomes a point of who does he lose to Apparently and in all the honesty, answer was goldberg yeah it's just, and this is that shouldn't have been the answer this was my thing which is why don't get me wrong if you asked me at the time i was fucking pissed off i wanted a roman reigns the fiend match at wrestlemania i think that's the biggest thing they could have done and i still do but looking back on it now, all this time later that we've had, I can't argue against Goldberg was the right choice because it made sense for it to be him. Not because it was Goldberg, but because, well, Bray Wyatt's never fought Goldberg before. It'd be the same thing if it was Brock Lesnar. It, just, it makes sense if Brock Lesnar would have beaten The Fiend because The Fiend's power in kayfabe came from whoever wronged him, whether it was a Daniel Bryan, a Randy Orton, a John Cena, like, that's where the power came from. He never fought John Cena, uh, sorry, Brock Lesnar. He never fought Goldberg. So he has no power. That was the story they built for that. So it made sense for that person to beat Bray Wyatt to be a transitional champion, to move it on to Roman or whatever, and just end up being Braun Strowman. Um, and that's actually the, the because I don't want to we... say it's the worst thing about it. So, uh, sorry, I don't, I don't say it's the worst, it's the worst thing about it. Obviously, the whole bullshit with Goldberg, with uh, obviously Fiend and Goldberg transferring yeah. to Goldberg Roman, transferring to Goldberg Strowman. In my opinion, Strowman was the right person to beat the Fiend. That didn't happen. See, Whatever. I would argue a different name for that, which did end up happening, but go on. So, I think because they did the entire thing of the um, going back to um, cult hero Bray Wyatt. Ah, uh, yeah, back in uh, Extreme Rules. Ironically, Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. It. it was fucking brilliant. Everyone hates it. Everyone hates the SummerSlam match that came out of it. No, fuck off. It was good. That was good fucking storytelling, you dumb shits. It was 
fucking brilliant. Meltzer, you dumb cunt. It Braun was- Strowman and Ray White's story deserved a main event in that show. Yes, I will admit, the, sh- the match that came from it was fine. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't the best. But the story they had deserved to main event because they were the biggest thing going into that show. After them, the biggest thing was Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Yep. The only other match you could have done was Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins, but we weren't doing that. We were doing Seth Rollins and Dominic Mysterio. Dominic is not going to main event SummerSlam as his first fucking match. Yes. Oh, I just... So the person that I bring up, and I brought it up, at, ironically, at WrestleMania earlier this year, the right person to beat Bray Wyatt was the person who didn't end up beating him, Randy Orton. Because The Fiend was birthed because Randy burnt down Bray Wyatt's house, he killed the spirit of Sister Abigail, he destroyed Bray Wyatt, took his title, he ended his career, he destroyed him. So The Fiend came because of that. So at the end of the day, it was either Roman or it was Randy. It had to be one of the two, because we built all the way through, and we got to Randy, which was the reason everything happened. And Randy beat him again, because he set him on fire. And then we kept building, and we got to another Randy match, and Randy beat him again. Now, the sad part is Bray Wyatt has been released. That sucks, we're not going to get that. But it made sense in the way of, Randy Orton's the one guy Bray Wyatt can never beat. You can keep coming back to this story every single year. Every single time, Randy Orton defeats Bray Wyatt. That's the point. If Bray Wyatt had beaten Randy Orton, where does Bray Wyatt go from there? Story's over. The reason for The Fiend to exist, he killed the thing that, for the reason to exist, he has no reason to exist anymore. Yep, that's exactly But it's just what I bring up for this, because it's, he fought Braun, he fought Bray, technically, in the triple threat. He's gone through everyone from Cena, Lesnar, Edge, Brian, Owen, Cesaro, Balor, before the Demon, but Balor as well. He's beaten, Roman's beaten the world. Everyone's waiting for The Rock, because we know Roman and The Rock want to face each other. There's only one place that can happen, it's WrestleMania. Yeah. Now, you could get away with, Go- uh, with uh, the Royal Rumble with Goldberg, because we never got the WrestleMania match. Cool, you can write that in and get that out of the way. The problem is, who does Roman lose to? Because he either loses to The Rock, so The Rock gets the title again, or he loses to someone else, but this person has to be on this goddamn level. And there's only two names that I can, or three names I can think of. Two of them you promote up to the main event status, and the third one's already there, who Roman has already beaten before. One being Matt Riddle, two being Damian Priest, and three being Drew McIntyre. They're the only three people that Roman Reigns can lose to right now. And even then, I would not have Roman losing to Damian Priest or Matt Riddle. As much as I like them, they're not ready for that level. It's not believable enough. Yeah. So that leaves Drew McIntyre. Which, and everyone will go back to, oh, why are you still winning it again? Re, 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 fucking re. Exactly. This is the corner they've booked themselves in. So if it was up to me, I would have Finn Balor win. But then he would need to win the rematch as regular Balor to avoid booking yourself in the corner of the Demon's the winner, Finn Balor's the loser. I just don't know if they're going to go through with that because of this Brock Lesnar match coming up. Wouldn't, as I, it would not surprise me if Brock actually wins it. If, if it's easy title match, that Brock will win it. Yeah, because I will Brock. not be shocked either. Yeah, because it's Brock. And they need someone to take the title for a while. Fox executives, etc. Exactly. And then we do McIntyre Lesnar again. Yay! Or we do Matt Riddle and Lesnar. Oh my god. Hey, uh, Ricochet, you know that squash match you had a couple of years ago? Yeah? How'd you like to see it get beaten? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, is anyone else got any thoughts on this? Because just, 
I'm so torn on this match. The Charlotte Alexa is, it could go either way. I'm not bothered by either winner. This match is, it can go either way, but either way is both a positive and a negative. That's it. Yeah. Like, my only thought process on this is, basically, it's either Finn or Roman is about to win, and they do the Braun Strowman-Roman Reigns finish from from Hell in a Cell. Brock comes down, murders everyone and everything, leaves Finn, Roman, and the Usos lying in a pool of their broken bones in the middle of the ring, and the match is just called off. That's the worst case scenario. That was the one thing I was thinking, is that if Brock is making an appearance, it's to essentially end this match. It's to murder. It is to make, basically put Roman on notice... I can take out you, I can take out your competition, I'll take out your family, I'll and see this you, is a, this is I'll another see you in Saudi Arabia. This is another thing I've brought up in the past, and I've brought up two times before when it came to exactly Brock Lesnar in, in specific. But it's, this is where the Money in the Bank briefcase helps. Because Roman has gotten too powerful that you use this briefcase as a way, as a cheap way to get out of it. It's legitimate, it's all fair. Everything works. I again, as I said earlier, I'm happy for Big E. I'm glad he's the WWE champion. But when Lesnar was running wild during 2017, and then there was uh, Brock Lesnar and Jinder Mahal, and Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles, as someone has to lose, you had an out with Baron Corbin coming in, interrupting the match, cashing in, taking the title. But they didn't do that. They got rid of the Money Bank briefcase before Survivor Series came around. Well, then the next year rolled around and it was. Brock and AJ, which turned into Brock and Brian. Well, you have an easy way out. Oh, wait, we wasted the Money in the Bank briefcase with Braun Strowman a couple years ago. And in, uh, sorry, a couple months earlier. Even when Roman Reigns announced that he had leukemia, you had an easy way out to have Braun just pick up the title with the briefcase, but you didn't do that. Then 2019 rocked around. And again, we had The Fiend and Brock Lesnar. And instead of doing that, we went to have their fucking title matches. Well, you had an easy fucking way out when Brock had the briefcase. But you didn't do that because you wasted it. And every time Survivor Series rolls around, it's, you've already wasted the briefcase. This is an easy way for you to get out of the situation. It was the whole WrestleMania 31 thing with Seth Rollins. You put yourself in a corner with Brock and Roman 1, where no one wanted Roman to win. Everyone wanted Brock to lose. Something's got to happen. Hey, Seth Rollins, there you go. Roman doesn't win, so people are happy Roman didn't win. And Brock lost. People are happy Brock lost. Everybody wins. Not everybody, but I understand your point. <laughs> everybody wins when Seth Rollins wins, except Edge's neck. Or Ray's yeah. eye. But this is fine. He has two of them. Exactly. He's got a son. He'll be fine. He's got a son. Son, yeah. I need your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me your bottle of gin and your sister. But just it's, oh, It bothers me every time because they piss away the briefcase. Because they can't handle having two briefcases for some reason. So they always piss away the briefcase early. And then this exact situation rolls around, which is perfect and built for the briefcase as an easy way out where no one has to take the loss. But, oh, no, we already pissed it away. Fuck, well, what do we do now? Someone's now going to fucking lose. Well done. Someone has to lose. Oh, it's so... I don't want to use the term demoralizing because it's, it's not the right word. But it's like, we can see this... The future is here. We can see it. We know what's going to happen. And it's still, uh, like, we, oh, look, I don't want to fed bad as much as the next All Elite fanboy, but it's just like, you can sense this is going to be the wrong decision, regardless of what happens. 
I'll even liken it to a TNA match. The opening match of a uh, single elimination tournament for, the, for a heavyweight championship was Hernandez versus Sting. Sting, who had basically just, uh, you know, been, just lost the title, but was obviously still clawing his way back to get into the title picture itself. And Hernandez, the super mechs, who was on a fucking tear. And then it was going to end with Eric Young coming out, beating the fuck out of both guys with a lead pipe and cutting a promo. And Sting was going to win by DQ. I think that's what I think that's what it was what it was going to be. It was such a fucking stupid finish, and it was just like you just just don't just don't do the fucking match. That's all yeah. you need to do is not do the is not do the is not do the fucking match. Don't do the, the thing. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's the only way that I see that this ends up benefiting the uh basically the company as a whole, which won't happen because Roman needs to be on SmackDown. But basically, if the Usos and only the Usos go to Raw. Roman is left alone. That's when but he'll lose the title. Even still, even and with that, the draft is next week. Extreme yeah. Rules is in two days. Yeah, it's it's like this. Yeah, this match coming up, it's happening. Well, there's nothing we can fucking do about it. It's happening. But whoever greenlit this specifically for the Demon, if it was just a normal Finn Balor, we would not be having this conversation. Yes, it's because it's the Demon. This is actually what I was about to bring up was my exact issue was you guys spent two years rebuilding Finn Balor. You kicked him off main show, sent him back to NXT when Bray Wyatt murdered him. You spent two years rebuilding Finn Balor, specifically mentioning the demon's not a thing anymore. Finn Balor doesn't need the demon. He wins the NXT title. He goes on terror as the NXT champion for a year. He destroys all of NXT. He's the best thing around. And he comes back up, he fights Roman, takes him to the absolute fucking limit that it takes Roman kicking him in the dick to be able to barely get out of that title match. And now he's the demon. If it was just, as I said, if it was just Finn Balor, I love Finn, but dude, you're not winning. Sorry. Yep. But now there's the demon, after he's been so long not doing it, and now this is enough for Finn to bring it back? He can't lose. But yet Roman should not be losing. Yep. Yep. Ah. Oh. We, there's nothing, and there's not, there's nothing at this point. There is literally, and no matter what we bitch about, it's just, it's, it's, it's happening. In fact, actually, just gonna throw out there. I think the last time Finn Balor was the demon was actually against Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania 35. Yeah. Oh God. Anyway, see, we can, if, so, yes, if, you see, folks, we can, we can, we can bitch about a subject for fucking half an hour if we, re if we really wanted to. As I, I was gonna say, as I said with the Charlotte Alexa match, if you're gonna push me. I'm going to go with the heart and say Finn Balor, but I know Roman Reigns is winning, and I don't think it's the right call. Uh, yep, I agree with you there. I think looking at, you look at the two names and you go, it's Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is going to win, but then you look at Finn Balor as the demon, and you're like, but he also can't lose. He shouldn't lose. Yeah. But Roman Reigns. Yeah. So yeah. we'll just have to wait and see. That's it. Extreme Rules happening on the 26th for the US, 27th for us, and time zones. I don't know them. Exactly. It'll happen at some point in time. All that you can watch on the WWE Network for $9.99, unless you're in Australia and it's like it, $14.99. It'll happen before the next time we record. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to say, is I, I can actually tell you, because my, net, my network subscription actually came out. I can tell you exactly how much it is. 
Yeah, is mine it? comes out now, and I don't even remember. I don't even see it. It doesn't even appear on my like any. Yeah, mine does the same thing. thing. Mine 15, comes out, and I just kill cool, yeah. whatever. Fifteen twenty-two. Fifteen twenty-two. What the fuck? Yeah, that's my one. I feel like there it used go. to be cheaper. Probably did. And yeah, then they inflation. have to book this thing called inflation. I was going to say, inflation hasn't gotten that well, valuation. Yes, it, it has. It, Pandemic. It, it also includes the, quote, international transaction. Oh, that is true. That's a thing. I'm sure it does. Well, I mean, even though we're paying more, I'm just happy we're not forced to use fucking Peacock. This is I mean, very true. Yeah. Yeah, that is incredibly true. At least we can stream pay-per-views and it not go down in the first five minutes. Oh, it goes down like a t- like a freaking Tinder date halfway through dessert. If you're getting uh, a dessert on a Tinder date, you're doing Tinder wrong. That's the point. That is the dessert. <laughs> uh, Extreme Rules. What a show. Yay. Not the oh. showcase of the Immortals, but... <laughs> the, you know, show- it- the showcase of following the rules to the extreme, except if your name is Becky Lynch. Yeah. I was actually just going to say as well is... Uh, j- just for... Just so... Let's close the close the extreme rules discussion. I've only got I got one thing to ask. This will be good on this. I have one answer to give you. Okay. Okay. It's because it, 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 I I just saw the day three of the G one. Oh and, Jesus! I... <laughs> right. No. Basically, paraphrasing, Zack Saber Junior called out Brian Danielson. If DJ doesn't know who that is, uh, sorry, but I'm just I don't understand why. I just want to see it. I want to see that match. I can tell you why it's happening. I posted about it the other day. Oh, yeah. Naito got a knee injury. Mm-hmm. Every one of his matches are out. Mm-hmm. We need a match to cover. Yep. Look at the day Naito was meant to face Zack Sabre. We can try and see if we can get Naito, uh, Daniel Bryan to face uh, Zack Sabre. And we all know that that forbidden door is open because fucking... Uh, I get it. Suzuki is currently competing at AEW. Anytime He's I see all elite stuff in the New Japan uh, area, I just skip to the next thing. I don't even hate All Elite, but I'm sick of this forbidden talk, talking bullshit. It's, it's not actually that Suzuki is in All Elite, just Suzuki no, is he's in com- America. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's just yeah, competed against. Do you want to know who he's fighting in a month? Oh, oh look at that, I have to leave because I don't care. I know. <laughs> uh, this will be the last thing. He's fighting Nick Gage in GCW. Oh, I saw that. I hope yeah. he really kicks Nick Gage's ass. Like, really, like, shoots on him. Oh, Shibata headbutt style. Oh, give him those shoot elbows and all that shit. <laughs> that Do us all a favor. Style. Oh, God. Yeah, let's, let's fucking, let's fuck off. We've got, yeah, a, I've let... got, we've got an AFL grand final to watch. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll wrap it up now. That was the uh, Extreme Rules edition of Talk That Good Shit. If you want to join in any of the discussions, follow us on Twitter at TTGSpod. Um, We have an email, which will be in the links on wherever you watch or listen to. If you watch podcasts, uh, you're looking into the eighth dimension um, where you listen to podcasts. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else, I would hope. Um, Other than that... Enjoy the rest of your day. Hopefully this gets to you before Extreme Rules and we don't just sound like a bunch of fucking idiots. Let's just sound like a bunch of idiots anyway. It'll be fine. Yeah, right. You know what? That sounds good. See ya. Fuck off, Craig. <laughs>